here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. Listen, we might, go, we might get better ratings if I do this shirtless. What do you think? I think we would hey. definitely. I mean, it can't, <laughs> can't possibly hurt our ratings. No, actually, it could hurt our ratings, I think. We don't. We, we, we don't yeah, we don't want to alienize all the other dudes. <laughs> yeah, we don't pull well with women, I don't think, between the ages of 20 and 70. <laughs> we can start. This is we it. Might, yeah, you might change our whole demographic. Um, <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, guys. It's good to see you. Uh, welcome to Fantasy TE Live, uh, listeners, viewers. If anybody's watching, um, happy off season, happy um, <clears throat> post draft season. Once again, my name is Nick Masick. We got Vital DeJuiced and Lonnie Cox. Welcome back, guys. It's good to see you. See you, All right. see you too, man. Good to be back. Yeah. So, uh, man, a lot has happened. Uh, we haven't been on since the Super Bowl Sunday. Um, good game. That was a fun, fun watch. Good, good, uh, good Super Bowl. Probably one of the better Super Bowls I can remember. Oh, we've had some good ones. Uh, Lonnie, uh, although our viewers may have seen the clips that we posted from our offseason shenanigans. Lonnie, do you, is the belly tattoo still in effect? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still... Um, can you see? It's Not just, really. <laughs> nice view of that belly. That's it. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I mean, it's got it, the little uh, ultrasound outline. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it. That's about that's all that's there, really. It looks like a yeah. the, the a faded ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was that that hung in there pretty good for a while. That was good. That was a good one. Um, a couple people. So when we. <laughs> When we actually got, when you got the penalty, when you got the ultrasound put on, um, I think you're, I remember you said, you were like, this is motivating you to get into better shape, which is great, <laughs> but I feel like it should probably also motivate you to get better at DraftKings, really. That's, um, <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I had I also had a couple people ask me because I posted with the video clips from when we went to Key West for our show. And uh, the best clip, obviously, is when you were seeing Backstreet Boys and they were like, was that part of the penalty? I was like, no, that was no, that was a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew Lonnie was so talented, bro? I think you missed your calling, dog. Oh boy, that was the number one question. People were like, "Oh my gosh, you guys made him sing Backstreet Boys." I'm like, "No, that was not the like the the penalty was the <laughs> was the belly thing. That was just him. no. I chose that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, which um, and maybe next time we can all get on stage for it. <clears throat> that was good though. Start mm. a boy band, Whitney Dean. <sighs> yeah, when a fantasy podcast doesn't work out for us. Um, all right, let's get into. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff to cover. We got a lot of news. You guys have been following everything relatively closely, I assume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing, of course, that I want to talk about is Brady's back, which I, for the record, never really believed. That I was the first thing I said when he retired. I was like, I don't believe he retired. I don't believe it. I didn't believe the first the initial reports. I was like, this is bullshit. Um, and, it, and then he just came back. What was it two months, two and a half months, and he like unretired. Did you guys hear the reports about the dolphin stuff though? 
Him uh, trying to become an owner or something? Yeah, there was talk about potentially buying into the Dolphins. This is like this the story that I heard, which it, right. none of it was actually confirmed, I don't think, but it was that he was potentially going to be a partial owner with the Dolphins, go to play with the Dolphins, and that Sean Payton was going to go coach for the Dolphins. I heard, I heard the ownership part because him and Ross are close, and I got to believe that, but go play, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, the first thing I thought of, though, when I heard these reports, I was like, oh, the Tyreek Hill signing all of a sudden. I wonder if that had something to do hey. anything to do with that. I mean, um, we are going to win the Super Bowl this year, so but we don't need Brady for that. I don't know. <laughs> I think if Brady was there, I think you'd have a pretty good chance. But I'm not I'm not a firm believer in two. Um, we'll talk about all the offseason stuff, including the Dolphins, which are like the biggest splash. Um <laughs> first of all, or not first of all, I guess we're already getting into it, but I just, you know, we haven't been on since then. Uh, shout out Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace. That was horrible. Like biggest tragedy of the off season. And it was so weird. It was right around the corner from where we all live too. Such an odd thing to have happen. Did you guys ever find out or hear what the f- full story was? I know he was walking early in the morning across 595 or something. From what I heard, I literally his, just saw today that his that his blood alcohol was 0.24. Shit. So he had been partying. Yeah, <sighs> that sucks. Um, man, that's it. Like of all the places too, I think I've always said 595 in South Florida is like the most dangerous part of of all of like, like anywhere I, you drive in South Florida. 595 is like it's just so sketchy it's all i see the worst driving the most dangerous maneuver is that where it was i thought it was i-95 no it was i think it was 595 i think it was i-95 because i heard mm-hmm. it, it was like a dump truck hit him after he like went to go i heard it was a dump truck. yeah yeah i heard i did hear that too anyway it just sucks man it was it's really sad um you're so young <clears throat> um all right let's go so let's go rookie stuff let's get into the rookie stuff uh lonnie you're our draft wizard our draft expert Let's do you do, obviously you watch the draft this year, Lonnie. Did you follow it pretty closely? Ah, dude, my days of watching the draft are over for the most part. Yeah. Um, the draft is very boring. Um, I don't, I don't understand how I used to watch it all those years. Um, but uh, I did, there were a couple standouts, obviously, you know, uh, this is not a big, you know, we're, this is a fantasy football podcast. I could go pretty deep on like defenses and all these people, these teams that I think are set up for success in the future. Like the Philadelphia Eagles have incredibly jumped ahead in terms of how good they look defensively. They got Mm. honestly two players from legitimately one of the greatest college football defenses of all time. Like your Georgia and the 01 Miami hurricanes are like in, should be in the conversation together. And they got two of those players, the dolphins, um, Vital also got a what I would consider the steal of the draft. I don't remember his name off the top of my head right now, but their draft pick in the third Is it the round. tackle? No, oh. he's a linebacker from Georgia. Okay. Um, about? He is a outstanding linebacker. So uh, look for him. Let me see if I can find his name here real quick. His name is oh boy. Mm, anyway, Channing Tindall. Channing Tindall. Uh, yeah, he is a phenomenal linebacker. The thing about Georgia's defense last year was they just had playmakers at literally every position. 
And if Channing Tindall played for a UM, a UCLA, an Alabama, um, you know, a Boston college, he would be a top tier All-American, but he was just kind of buried into that defense. So look for some big things from him if you're a Dolphins fan. As far as the offense goes, my the thing that I'm most excited for, obviously, this is the year of the receiver. Um, Ohio State had two receivers go, I believe, ninth and 10th. Right back. So it was no, excuse me, tenth and eleventh. Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Right. Um, right. The Saints are stacked. I mean, they got right. you know they added Honey Badger, they added Jarvis Landry. Um, now, the big question is, is Jameis Winston the answer? Probably not, but we'll see. I mean, they're they seem kind of like they're going all in that he could be based on what they saw from. And remember his. His numbers, I know is a small sample size, but his numbers from early last year were very good, even without Michael Thomas. Like he had really cut down on the uh, on his turnovers. He was playing pretty efficient winning football before his injury. So, I mean, it kind of seems like they're going for it with it. And, and maybe in a they feel like in a slightly uh, weakened division with Carolina looking like they're rebuilding kind of questions at the quarterback position, Matt Ryan leaving Atlanta. It seems like they feel like at the very least a, uh, a wild card spot is, is within their reach. So they're, yeah, they're pushing some chips in on the table. It looks like, uh, which. Yeah. I mean, you know, I also wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily count the bucks in as a shoe in, this year either i mean they lost a lot of players off of that offense and defense they have a brand new coach gronkowski i believe is gone so yeah that's what i'm saying saints are say they they think that the division is within reach possibly and and at the very least i mean they i think they definitely think they can push for the division even with Jameis winston as he played last year you know so i I mean the question is is who else do you go for you know who's your if you if it's not Jameis, there's nobody. There was nobody in the draft that you're going to take over right. over over an Olave. You know, you're not going to take Kenny Pickett. He's a huge a huge question mark. Right. You know, you know what are you going to take? You're going to trade for Baker? No, you're not. Well, I mean, and you're not going to get Matt Ryan because there, there's no way they were going to deal him in division. And also, mm-hmm. like, what are you going to give up a bunch of pieces for a Matt Ryan that's going to last maybe another seasons? year or two? Well, just, I mean, that's. True, but what did what did the Colts give up for him? Not a lot, I don't think. So no, but the Colts also like the Colts are not in a win now place. Like the Colts are oh, like you don't think so? No, I think-, I think the Colts are young. They've got a great defense and a solid running game. I think they're pretty much built for the next couple of years. They're just waiting. I mean, obviously, what they're trying to do is fit the right quarterback piece in with the team that they've had for the last three seasons. Like, yeah. They I have think, been knocking on the door for the last three years. That's what I'm saying. I think the Colts are in a win now situation. I think that is why they went and dealt Matt dealt for Matt Ryan, because they have felt like they've been just that little bit of quarterback play, decent, you know, quarterback play away from getting over the hump against teams like Buffalo and Kansas city. And they want to compete because they've, they've been right there. They've, they've had their chances against teams like that in the playoffs and they've been in the playoffs. Um, I think I think they're trying to maximize their potential with Jonathan Taylor's rookie contract, yeah. honestly, because now is their window with him. I mean, they're going to have to pay him ungodly sure. amount of money oh, yeah. at some point. Somebody they will. They'll pay him. Yeah. Hmm? 
They still have Wentz there, right? No, Wentz is in Washington. No, now. Wentz went to Washington. So let's start. Well, let's start with the rookies, and then I'll, we'll, we'll break down. I made a list of so, all the offseason stuff. But the so, other stuff, uh, the other guy that I'm, I have a I have an eye on is Kenneth Walker from Michigan State. He went to Seattle. Uh, um, running back. Yep. Yeah, he was a Heisman Trophy candidate. He ran all up and down the University of Miami last year. Mm-hmm. He is a solid stud running back. I think he's about 5'10", 210. I mean, I hate to do this because they, but they, you know, they wore the same helmet in college, but he does remind me of a Le'Veon Bell. He's tall, he's big, he's strong, and he's fast. So, uh, you know, I'd keep an eye out for on Kenneth Walker is definitely yep. not somebody I would, uh, you know, talk about your sleeper picks or somebody that you're mm-hmm. going to, you're going to buy high in the draft. I think Kenneth Walker will be your workhorse running back for the Seattle Seahawks. They'll put him into the offense right away. Really? Okay. I believe well, so. I mean, who I, else do I they mean, have right now? Really? I mean, if you think they about have, it. they have Chris Carson and they have Chris Carson and uh, the other guy. What's his name? A healthy Rashad Penny who really looked good when he was coming on last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, but you see, I think they're going to work. They're going to work. What's his name into the rotation? And I bet you, if 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 I'm right, and I think I will be, I think you're going to see uh, Kenneth Walker move to the move to the starting running back position within the year. Hmm. Okay. I was thinking that that backfield is because Penny's dealt with injuries, although he seems to be healthy now, finally, and he's first round talent and he was showing it last year. And then you got Chris Carson, who's always been extremely productive when he's been on the field, but he's never played a full season. I was thinking they're probably just going to rotate all three of them all season. That's kind of what I expect. I mean, that's kind of the modern NFL, right? Like most of these teams have, a sort of running back by committee, even the Cleveland Browns do have two starting running backs. Um, I mean, most, I mean, I mean, Dallas has, has a committee. Um, the Dolphins and I remember us talking about it on the podcast last year, that most of the better teams in the league have had running back stables. Like they didn't really have one running back. That was their workhorse. And I think the modern NFL is leaning towards sort of the running back by committee. Obviously, you have the Derrick Henrys, you but even in um, I mean, look at look at a Cordero Patterson or uh Buffalo, which Buffalo, by the way, also picked up uh James Cook's um James Cook, who's Dalvin Cook's Dalvin brother. Cooks. Yep. Um, so keep 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 a lookout for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know, another only... Miami, Miami kid. So, right. Well, and that's a great point, but I was thinking that, that it, it marked up the Seattle backfield a lot. I think in terms, oh, of, absolutely. In terms of fantasy relevance and value, adding Kenneth Walker to that back. Cause you were looking at like Chris Carson and Rashad Penny and thinking, okay, these guys are kind of juicy, you know, probably productive picks if they're splitting reps in the backfield. And now the whole backfield is just, I don't know. You don't trust any of those guys anymore. It's, it's um, too dangerous to have like one running back anymore. Cause look at what happens like uh, with uh, what's the teams, the Panthers or something, you lose him. It's like your whole offense for the half the season. Right. It's really too dangerous. Well, the one, the highest ranked right on right now on fantasy pros, there are only one, two, three, four, five. If you include Travis Etienne, who this will technically be his rookie season, I believe. Uh, there were only five rookies ranked in the top 100 on Fantasy Pros as going into this draft. And Chris Olave and Garrett from the Jets were not on that. They're, they may be productive, but they're not in the top 100 right now projected. The highest projected fantasy rookie is Brees Hall with the Jets. 
Uh, he is projected to be the starter this year, even though they have Michael Carter and I think they're bringing back uh, what's his name, you know, uh, dude from Tevin Coleman. Um, but they think Brees Hall is going to step right in and be the day one starter. I think um, he was the highest drafted running back in, in his class. What do you think about him? Yeah, let he was me, drafted. Uh, he was drafted ahead of Ken Walker. Let me take a look at Brees Hall. One. He's he's projected pretty high right now. He's probably going to be. Remind a, me what college. Remind me what college. I remember honestly. I didn't. I didn't look into that. But um, I looked at. I remember looking at his scouting report, and they think. He's going to step right in. He's going to be the guy for the Jets. Um, he's like a well-rounded back. And he's probably going to be, I want to say, he's probably going to be like a second or third round draft pick in fantasy um, just because he is probably going to be more likely the workload guy. Um, and then Travis Etienne, I mean, can we call him a rookie? I know he wasn't in this draft, but what do you remember from him last year? And what do you expect? Oh, Brees Hall from Iowa State. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Very yeah. fast, strong stuff. Yeah. 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 He's mm-hmm. supposed to be so what, what about Etienne though, in terms of uh, what do you expect from him this year? I mean, you know, Etienne, he's again, wow. Let me just, I'm sorry. I'm just reading Brees Hall's stats right here. Mm-hmm. So Brees Hall is 5'11", 217 pounds. And he ran a four, three, nine in, in the <laughs> 40. That is a big boy. So yeah, I would definitely look for him to be. Uh, yeah. he's like he the could day be one starter. He could be this the Jonathan Taylor of this draft, is what it sounds like. Yeah, um, he is. Yeah, he is a very, very prolific running back. I mean, Iowa State at one point, I believe, was number two last year mm-hmm. at one point in the, in the season. So they play big. They they play good teams consistently. So if you're coming out of there, coming out of a team like that, you're a pretty you're pretty solid. Right. Um, so it's yeah, I mean, who else? That. I mean, who else do the Jets even have? Tevin Coleman. Well, I they mean, have they have Michael Carter from last year, but he seemed like more of a. He's probably going to be more of a change of pace back. That's kind of seemed like correct, right? Michael Carter from okay. North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, but I know definitely you'll see Brees Hall step in for sure. Yeah. So he's going to be a, probably the highest fantasy draft uh, relevant player. Um, Etienne, once again. What do you think about him for going? I know he's coming off the injury, but if he comes back to full strength based on what he did in college, high draft pick, reasonably high. Mm. I mean, third. You know, what what was his injury again? He tore his Achilles, right? I think so. Yeah. That can be tough to come back from, but it it happened early in in training camp. So he's going to have a full year. All right. Um, I mean, again, you know, starting running back, he's going to get a lot of touches, right? That team is going to be. Well, is he going to get a lot of touches? That's the question. I mean, they have a good defense. Yeah. They have an underrated defense. So, you know, I mean, James Robinson. I know people, James Robinson was undrafted, but he's been very fantasy relevant for the last two years. There you go. So, you know, remind me who, uh, who ended up getting that coaching job in Jacksonville? Um, it was a good hire. I remember thinking it was good, like Doug Marone or something. Or no, no, it was the it was the Eagles old head coach. I think. Yeah, right? that's him, Doug Marone, right? No, not Doug Marone. It was uh, he used to be like a backup quarterback. He was the Eagles. Uh, the guy that won the, won the Super Bowl wasn't that Doug Marone? Uh, yeah. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Yeah, good hire. I think Doug I, Peterson. Yeah, yeah. I really like that hire. Like, um, I think he's gonna give that team a lot of stability, and I think. I think they're going to make a big leap forward this year. I think they're going to challenge some good teams. And in a weak division, potentially, as well. So, 
Um, all right. So you got Etienne. He's going to be in the mix. He might be the, the favorite back on Jacksonville. Yeah. You mentioned Ken Walker. How about Traylon Burks stepping in to replace AJ Brown day one starter, Tennessee Titans. Um, he was a highly drafted wide receiver. I think he was a first round draft pick. He was, he was literally the guy they drafted with the pick that they got for trading AJ Brown. He was 18th overall, I think. Um, so really high day one draft pick. He might've been the first receiver off the board. Oh, this is a guy from Arkansas. Yes. Uh, I think he was the second receiver off the board. I think no, no, no. He was like the fifth. Cause remember you had Olave, you had Gardner, you had a um, okay. dude from, uh, correct. So it was like the okay. fourth or the fifth, but um, six, two, two, 25, four, five, didn't do the bench press. You know, the problem with A.J. Brown is he was so strong. He's such a physical presence that's so hard to replace right. in the modern NFL. I really don't quite understand why they moved him like I that. Either. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny because they are comparing this guy. Uh, I'm sorry, his name. Traylon Burst to an A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they so, better, <laughs> they better yeah. compare him because that's you know. what they traded for him. Um yeah, so I mean, let's see. Um, but uh, God, I mean, he must—they they must have just that relationship must have just soured to the point of no return. He probably didn't like uh, Julio Jones coming in, and he probably was pissed off that they've gotten so close to. You know, it's the thing. Where did AJ Brown want to go to the Eagles? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, listen, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna have to play Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes like to get to the Super Bowl every single year when I've got what's his face as my quarterback. Like I want to go to a team where we can start over and mm-hmm. I can, you know, at some point get a good quarterback um, yeah. Yeah. to come in, you know? Right. Yeah. Even if, uh, even if what's his name hurts, isn't the answer going forward, at least he's in a weaker division, at least he's Correct. in a weaker conference right now, all that talent moving over to the AFC, which we'll talk about that too. Um, okay. So what about Drake London, Atlanta? going to be relevant i uh, you know again we there's a lot of questions on who, who's the starting quarterback going to be for atlanta is it going to be desmond ritter or are they going to start the rookie right away i don't think you know so. are they gonna what are they gonna do like who think, we don't know you know i don't know yeah. what atlanta is going to look like do, right. who, who is their quarterback I think Marcus Mariota is projecting to be their quarterback right now. Okay, so there you go. I mean, I mean yeah. right? Is any going to be? Are there going to be any fantasy relevant receiving options in Atlanta? I don't know. Um, okay, so that that pretty much covers the uh, the rookie draft. Pretty pretty shallow. What about uh, what about uh, what's his name who replaced Devontae Adams? Amari Rogers. Oh, Amari Rogers. All right. Um, yeah, I guess anytime you got a guy going to Green Bay, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be a great wide receiver, at least for the uh, targets he's going to get. Right. Like, yeah, they're talking. I don't. This might be bullshit, but they're talking about him bigger, stronger, faster. They're hyping him up. I was like, I want to see this, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what he did in college, Lonnie? Uh, remind me, where did he get drafted? Oh, uh, let me see. I think he was the second round. Was what, he second round? round? Uh, I'm not sure. First round. It was either the end of the first. I don't think the Packers had a second round pick. You got to like the idea he's going to be getting a target, like a sizable target share from Aaron Rodgers. If he can earn, I mean, because who else is there? There's nobody else. I mean, he. 
They signed a couple guys. I don't who was it? Um, Sammy Watkins. I think Sammy Watkins is actually going to be much better <laughs> from a fantasy perspective than he has been for the past few years. Well, I think he'll be consistent at some point because he was really hard to hard to start. Yeah, well, yeah, it was impossible. That's because they have so many receivers there. Right. He's he's been on teams with with huge uh receiving stables. I think I think Rogers is actually gonna love Watkins. Um he's gonna I think he's gonna work him on a lot of the deep balls. Um so yeah, okay. What's his, so the Rogers? What's the receiver's name that you're talking about? Christian Watson? No, no, no. Uh, Sammy, Sammy Watkins. No, the the other receiver that oh. the Packers drafted. Oh, Amari Rogers. Amari Rogers. Well, I'm seeing that the Packers drafted a guy named Christian Watson from North Dakota State, 6'4", 208, and ran a four three six in the forty. Uh, now those measurables are very impressive. So. Um, let's see if he has any, if he has hands on him, Rogers, <laughs> Rogers is going to like that. That fits their mold too. They like those big receivers. They like big. Correct. Receivers. Um, okay. Well, that'd be interesting to see how he, and, and those guys might become more relevant later in the season. Cause they're going to have to learn Aaron Rodgers um, as they go kind of, you know, like he's got so many checks. He does so much, like so many reads at the, at the line of scrimmage. It's, it's going to be hard for rookie receivers, I assume, to go in day one and and be, you know, super productive in that offense. So it's probably just going to be a matter of yeah. who can keep up with him and who can catch up um, quickly. But that's uh, okay. That pretty much breaks down our rookie draft. Yeah, not very exciting rookie draft, honestly. I traded in in my dynasty league. I traded away my. First- I mean, it's a there's a lot of guys on defense. Right, a lot of right, exactly. But from a fantasy perspective. Not super exciting or interesting. I traded away both of my first, my first and second round picks in my dynasty league this year, um, just to, you know, for usable assets. Right now, I actually traded for Calvin Ridley in dynasty. I got a bargain on him. I think I traded away one of my draft picks for Calvin Ridley. <laughs> so basically, because I'm lo- I'm getting, uh, I'm I'm pretty loaded already this year. So I don't need him to play this year. And the you know the theory is that he comes back and is a number one next year. And then I'm sitting on like two first round draft picks in Dynasty next year. So I might package them and try to move up because from what I understand, there's going to be a lot of talent next year, um, especially quarterback heavy. Uh, all right. So let's uh, let's get into the big moves. We got a lot of offseason moves. Let's play. Uh, let's play better or worse for these players in fantasy. What do you guys think? Um We'll go through the list of big moves and you can tell me if you think they're going to be better in fantasy or worse in fantasy than they were previously. And that goes to the last year that they played fantasy, I guess, even because the first one we're going to do is Deshaun Watson to the Browns. I mean, this was, we talked about this all last season. I feel like Um, the Browns, the Texans traded, gave up a whole lot. Uh, or the sorry, the Browns gave up a whole lot to get Deshaun Watson. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things that they did not want uh, in Houston was Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so they're like, give us all your draft picks and not anyone named Mayfield. Um, do you think Watson is better with the Browns than he was with the Texans in fantasy this year? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think he has to be technically speaking because I don't know the, the, just the way it's set up. I think the Browns are in position to make some moves in the North. And it feels like the North games are always a shootouts anyway. They barely play defense up there. 
Okay. That's, that's a good point, but that's, so that's, you're talking about football relevance. We're talking fantasy. Do you think, cause he was a fan. Yeah, I think he's going to score. Okay. <laughs> he was pretty prolific um, with Houston. What? Lonnie, do you think, uh, go ahead. What do you go ahead? What do you got? With I mean, you've got Deshaun Watson with Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. I mean, you've got, the question is, is who is their receivers? Like who's he throwing the ball to? I don't know they any of those that guys. End, right? What's his name? Off the top of my head, I think Njoku is gone now. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, but they still have Austin Hooper. They've got the young tight end Harrison Bryant, who's who's got who's just super athletic, and they signed Amari Cooper. You remember that's that? true. They did get Amari Cooper. They got Amari Cooper. I like that connection. Yeah. Right. Uh, they also. Yeah. Have Donovan I mean, Donovan Peoples Jones was really starting to step up last year. He's a physical specimen. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, listen, it's probably, I don't know if it's a better team than he ever had in Houston. It, I'm, I'm going to give this one a toss up. I'm not sure. I mean, in terms of relevance, I mean, at least he's playing. So yeah, he's better. It's better well, than he was in Houston. Cause at least he's on the field. Yeah, he's better. But I mean like his last year in Houston, do you give him better numbers fantasy wise than his last year in Houston that he played two years ago, essentially. Better or worse mm-hmm. fantasy? Higher or lower than you would have drafted him uh, last year had he been – Well, I mean, last year he's a top five pick, right? I mean, right. when, he, when he's he, available. Right. Is he going to be drafted just as high? Do you give him the same value in fantasy? I say no. I say he takes a slight step back. Probably, yeah. I would agree. Here's New why. offense, new coach, new city. New offense, new coach, new city. Also, strong running game, very strong defense – He's not going to have to do as much to win these games. I still think he's going to be great. You know, just like he might be an MVP candidate this year, um, which he was previously. I think that's very reasonable. But I think from a fantasy perspective, I don't think he's going to have to scramble as much, which you got a lot of rushing yards from those scrambles, those broken plays. I don't think that's going to be a big part of the game plan. Um, I think they'll still utilize his legs, but I think he's going to be efficient playing winning football and not as good fantasy wise. That's what I expect. Um, all right. How about Russell Wilson to the Broncos? Better, for sure. I mean, because he had a terrible season last year. <laughs> Fancy-wise, anyway. he's gonna. I think he's going to be much better. Okay. It's a better team. I mean, across the board, better team, better defense, better offensive line. I mean, he finally has an offensive line. And when, when Russell Wilson had a good offensive line, he was in two Super Bowls back-to-back. So – you know, he's got uh, a running back stable, a solid running back stable of Melvin Gordon and uh, God, what's his name? Williams. Williams. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he says Jerry Judy and Sutton to throw to now. Well, let's see if Jerry Judy gets out of prison. Like, are they, they dropped the charges from him, right? I think so. I think I saw that they dropped the charges, but either way, I mean, if he has that team and Noah Fant. No, no, no. Noah Fant was part of the trade deal. No offense, part of the trade deal. That's right. Okay. They liked uh, what's his name, Albert Okwal. I'm going to butcher his name, Okwalali Gunde, <laughs> something like that. All right. Closer than I thought I was going to get on that pronunciation. Um, but no, they did lose Noah Fant. They lost some assets. Um, Noah Fant being probably one of the bigger ones um, in that trade deal. That was a. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh shit!" They were really kind of going for it with Russ because Noah Fant was like a franchise tight end. I thought. 
Uh, so you think better fantasy wise? I'm going to say better fantasy wise. I'm going to say definitely more consistent fantasy wise. They were he was kind of he's been erratic the last couple of years in fantasy, and I know he had the stud receivers in Seattle, but yeah, the offensive line was definitely an issue. Just the number of possessions, the number of opportunities, the number of plays that he was running. It's yeah, I think he'll be. Better. He doesn't have bad receivers now. No, you know, he I mean, he's got a pretty solid yeah, yeah. receiving core. Who's their third receiver? Do you know off the top of your head? I can't think of. Uh, it's probably going to be Tim Patrick. They signed, they re-signed Tim Patrick. He's been very productive. He's like not super speedy guy, but he's been just really good and really, he's just a, like, he's one of those guys that they're just like, he's just a good receiver. Like he's a just a really good receiver. Um, so he's probably going to be their number three, but they got some other young talent too. I think Ken K, KJ Hamler is another one of those like little speedster guys they got. Um, but he didn't take a step forward in terms of receivers. He just, I think it's a, more of a lateral move as long as Cortland Sutton is healthy. Yeah. Cause it's hard to upgrade from, from what he had in Seattle from a receiver standpoint. All right. What else we got? So Russ, we think we'll be I mean, done. well, you're talking about Lockett, Lockett and Lockett. Yeah. Not, not a whole receiver, but um, yeah, you're, you're two wide receivers. You're, you're wide receiver one and two. You're not going to get better than Lockett. And who's Seattle have a quarterback now? Is it, well, that's an interesting – we'll get to that. Or we can jump down there. Uh, so they might start Drew Locke at quarterback, I think. It's very possible because right now they're looking at Drew Locke and Geno Smith, I believe, are their one and two quarterbacks. Um, so Drew Locke. Is Drew Locke better or worse with Seattle? He's still got Noah Fant, who's his boy, from who he's comfortable with. That was when he was playing. Fant was his, uh, his you know, his uh, safety blanket or whatever. Um, he's got some good receivers. I mean, logically speaking, if Russell Wilson had a bat hard time, there he's way more mobile than Locke. unless they really fix up their offensive line. I don't think he's going to do better. I don't actually know if he's way more mobile than Locke. I think Locke is actually pretty athletic. Um, and Russell and younger. That's the only thing he is. He's, yeah. he's only athletic. He's, he's not only athletic. right. He's not super. Um, but that, but that could lead to a lot of rushing yards. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we assume you're gonna assume Locke takes a step back in Seattle. I mean, where was he before? That's the yep. thing. I don't. He might just say the same. I don't think he was very highly rated, right? No, I, he, I would be. I would honestly be surprised if Locke even starts the whole year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I kind of think he will. I, I think they're gonna give him a year to, to. You know, he's still pretty young. I think they'll give him a year as like a tryout. So, um, all right, moving on. Matt Ryan. Well, okay. How about Fant? Is Fant better or worse? That's actually a, that's probably the biggest question mark from this whole trade deal. Cause Fant was a starting tight end and now he's going to be going to Seattle where they also have Will Disley. Who's a really talented young tight end. And they have... I think, it, I think it will. I think Pete Carroll loves tight end plays like specifically. <laughs> so is Fant still a starter? Is Fant still going to be a fantasy starter? I think so. Lonnie, would you start him? Yeah, you yes. Think? Okay, so fan- tight ends are so hard to come by, dude. I mean, you sure. gotta pick right good, somebody good. And and I mean, he was he was playing with Drew Locke essentially most of the time. So he was he was one of those top tier tight ends even with Drew Locke playing quarterback. So you gotta assume that that's gonna continue. All right, cool. That's good. Uh, Matt Ryan to the Colts. Better or worse fantasy wise? Better. Better. Okay. Uh, I think worse. You still got to fight for the, uh, I don't know. I don't think he's going to, 
I think it's just aging. I don't think it's a good position for him. And he's going to be uh, handing it off more, right? I just figured yeah. they have a deeper running or a backcourt. I'll say this. I think he's going to be more consistent. Because remember, Matt Ryan had some really bad fantasy games where he just got knocked around. He's going to have a good offensive line. I mean, you remember, he's about the same age as Matt Stafford, I think. Uh He's still got the arm. His arm strength, I don't think, has diminished. His arm talent, I don't think, is diminished. I just don't think he had time in the pocket. I'm going to say he's better. I want to say he's going to have more time. He's going to have more opportunities to throw touchdowns. Yes, he is going to be handing it off more, but I think he'll have more possessions with that defense. And uh, and his backs catch passes also. Jonathan Taylor's a good receiver, and he's got a bunch of other receiving backs there. So I say he's better. I say he's going to be on the verge of starting, depending on the league, you know, week to week, he's going to be a streaming option, I think, uh, for, for fantasy quarterbacks. All right. This didn't, he didn't move, but Rogers came back to the Packers. There was debate as to whether or not we thought he was going to Rogers step back, step forward with the Packers this year. Fantasy wise, way back, way back, way back. You're going to say Rogers. Goes- I mean, you lose the best receiver in football. Of course, you're going to go way back. He didn't, hey, what, what does he have? Mm. Rodgers throws his passes very specific. I mean, his receivers always talk about this. Like, they know exactly where he's going to throw it. And that's a lot of things, like, rookie receivers with him are always missing, miscommunicating. Right. And I think he's going to have to take that time to teach them what's up. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was – that's what we're saying with the, you know, what's his name, the new – their their first-round pick or whatever, their early uh, draft pick. So, yeah, I, I think Rodgers – Adams, though. I know, no, I think they're going to take a step back, too. He's not going to be – I don't think he's going to be the MVP this year. So you got to assume that's a step back. Yeah. Um, and then on the flip side, uh, Devontae Adams going to the Raiders, mm-hmm. fantasy-wise, forward or backwards? Backward. Definitely going to be a forward. You think forwards, really? Tell me why. What do you think? Yo, I think the Raiders are going to take off this year. I agree with that, but I don't think Devontae Adams is going to have a better fantasy season than when Rodgers was just force-feeding him everything. Mm. I think they, I think he's going to be great. I think they're going to be great. I think they're going to do the same thing. I think they're going to try to make him the centerpiece of this offense. Oh, you, you've also got Darren Waller. I think, uh, I mean, I think actually Waller is going to be better than he was, but I think Adams, I think Waller is going to have more opportunities because of Devontae Adams. Oh, I think yeah. Waller, the the I middle think, of the field just opens up. You're right. Yeah. I think Adams takes a slight step back fantasy wise. Lonnie. Definitely. I mean, I think Devontae Adams is going backwards and yeah, going to a less quarterback, a, a worse quarterback. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, the teams are kind of similar in the fact that they're West Coast offenses. They run they They don't run the ball a lot, but you've got a way better running game than you ever had and ever had in uh, Green Bay in Green, Green Bay. Bay. So, yeah, I would say that Devontae Adams takes a step back. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a huge step back, but I do think he might fall from a first rounder to a second rounder. That's that's kind of the step that I'm looking at. Um, Tyree Kill to the Finns. <laughs> How do you go? <laughs> well, Vital, do you want to go first? <laughs> I, uh, love it. I, I mean, <laughs> I think we're going to score 50 touchdowns a game, so it's only up to go, baby. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, I have one answer. He's going to break every record there ever was this year. <laughs> but those records are not very impressive i don't think who's who's, who's holding those records? i'm talking about in the nfl <laughs> lonnie what do you think uh is this even- oh god I, what, here's what i think i think the dolphins have the fastest offense in football hands down um 
I think, uh, you know, I think you're going to have, you got a lot of speed, a lot of speed. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you're going to see Tyreek Hill carry the ball a little bit more than he did in Kansas city. I think you're going to see him take on sort of a Debo role. Yeah. Some to some degree, I don't know if he's going to be carrying out of the backfield, but I would be looking for the jet sweep pretty often. Um, I know Mike McDaniels is a big fan of that. So keep an eye out for stuff like that. But here is the thing. This is to his last shot. This is it. We mm-hmm. built this team around you. I know that Mike McDaniel, they asked him in his interview, can you win with Tua? He said, yes. So let's see. Um, he is not going to stake his reputation on Tua. So this is it, buddy. So you either find this or we get Aaron, we bring in Aaron Rodgers. Right. Because <laughs> the thing is, is the way that this offense is built right now, they're, they're a quarterback away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. They're they're uh, they're a Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, even I mean, I would say a Dak Prescott or the second tier guy yeah. Yeah. away from a Super Bowl. So to a, it's time to show what you've been doing in the <laughs> weight room. Could you even but, say maybe a Ryan Tannehill away from a Super Bowl? <laughs> I just wanted to say it. <laughs> be ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like the way way Tannehill. Now, if they did have Ryan Tannehill, they'd be way in way better shape. I think so too. I think they could be a. I think he might be the cusp of the level of quarterback that could get them to the Super Bowl, which is really ironic. I don't um, know. I don't think so. Still, <laughs> I've seen Tannehill choke too that's, many. Yeah, but that's just because you're traumatized from the Tannehill years. But I'm just saying, I've seen him specifically choke, not the line, not this that everyone's telling me. I've seen yeah. him fuck it up. <laughs> if you look at his numbers from the last couple of years, and he's he's played pretty well in the playoffs. He's won playoff games in Tennessee. So, um, do you like the move from Tyreek Hill's standpoint, personally, like as a player? Is it just money? Is that it? Is that the whole thing? No, it's loving to live in Miami. He's won the Super Bowl. He's chased the dragon. He's done it. He's it's it. Like he's a he's a Hall of Famer. He's won the title. He's done the hardest thing there is to do in the NFL. He's he's played in in two Super Bowls. Played in two Super Bowls. He's been to however many NFC Championship games. Like it's over again. He's another guy that's like. Uh, you know, this is the twilight of my career, maybe, possibly, but it's a, he's going to do the Brandon Marshall thing. He'll play a couple years in, the, in Miami and he'll wash out here and then he'll find out, uh, you know, I don't know, I'll go play for the Chicago Bears or I'll go play for the Denver Broncos or something like that for the last couple of years of my career. This is about to be some NFL Jimmy Butler shit. Or everyone's saying he's coming here no. to retire. He's going to smash it. I see it. Oh, I, he'll have some good games. But the thing about the, the thing about the Miami Dolphins is they are not the Miami Heat. They have no discipline. People do not come here and their careers get better. No, no one. No veterans come to the Miami Heat and get better. It just doesn't happen. Miami Dolphins, but you're right. Yes, Miami Rarely. Dolphins. No one comes to the Dolphins and gets better. Okay. Rarely do veterans come here, though. True. Usually they get traded away. But it's a rare thing that we have. So my, here's my point. is You've got the Brandon Marshalls, the Jay Cutlers, the Indomitian Sues, the Joey Porters, the Mike Williams, the I can go on and on and okay. on. Sue had a good Sue had a good, good gonna, run here. Hold on. I think Tyreek is at a much different place in his career than all of those guys. I also think he's built way differently physically 
I think I think his career is he has a potential. Like he's remember how how long Joey Galloway played in the league, like to to call back an older player. Joey Galloway played into his mid to late thirties. I want to say at wide receiver. I think Tyreek Hill will if he wants to, which I think he probably does. I think he will have a long career, a long productive career. Um, as far as fantasy goes, first of all, I, I just don't understand why you would ever leave Patrick Mahomes if you're if you're the best receiver in the league, which he is arguably the best receiver. You know him and Devontae Adams. I get they both have different skill sets, but like he's one A. They're one A and one B. All right, so you're the best receiver in the league. You have the best quarterback in the league, who's also going to be there for a while. I know it's a little bit more money and all that stuff and it's Miami and that's cool, but he could have gone down as the greatest receiver of all time. Like he could theoretically with Mahomes as his quarterback, he could have been pushing, I think in, in the discussion of Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, if he stayed with Mahomes for his whole career. And he had a long career. You got to remember how long Rice played for. Uh, Moss got out, ended up not being in it as long. I think he could have been in that conversation potentially if he stayed with Mahomes. And that's the part that I just don't get. It's like, are you not in this for the greatness? Are you not in it to, to be? And I guess the answer is no. No, guys don't care about that. That's fans care about that. Yeah, I know. But a lot of, of, a lot of professional athletes don't care. Carmelo Anthony doesn't give a shit about that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's a lot of professional athletes that just don't care. You guys are being ridiculous. You don't see what Tyreek Hill sees that I see. This is a straight championship year, and you know that is something too. Maybe there is a plan in place that we don't know about. Maybe there's. A I think they prom- they promised him the same thing. If Tua doesn't do it this year, we're gonna get you the QB, and I, that's what everyone's all for. And I think he believes that. Look at this team; we're fucking yeah. stacked, dude. There, there is that too. You're right. So, from just from a fantasy point, though, I think, I think because of the schemes that we saw Debo running and how productive he was, I think he has a chance to be as fantasy productive. But I still think he's going to take a small step back. Um, but but remember, Tyreek Hill was always fantasy wise. It was like fifty and then three, and then fifty mm-hmm. and then three. I think he's going to be maybe more valuable, but score less total points because I think it's going to be more like thirty every game. I think he won't have as many boom games, but I think he's going to get twenty five every game. They're right. going to just off PPR, dude. Yeah, I mean, they're going to love to play yeah, him. Yeah. I, I really doubt that. So. Like, if you look at the total number of points he scores in fantasy, I think there'll be a step, there'll be a slight regression. But if you look at the, across the board, what he's going to give you on a weekly basis, I think it's going to be more consistent. And that's that's a different element of Tyree drafting Tyree Kill from fantasy that we're used to. So mm-hmm. I say fantasy value, I say he stays the same, but I think total points, maybe he goes backwards. Um, but you look at him differently, maybe. It's going to be real fun to watch. Um, speaking of the Finns, you got you also added Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert. Um, what do you think about those guys going into this year fantasy-wise? I know Mostert is always one of those – well, first of all, Mostert knows the offense, so you got to like that right away. He's also always been a guy who's super productive when he's on the field. Like He's, he's almost been a must-start when he was on the field in San Francisco. I think it's going to be a running back by committee thing. He's going to take a step back. Cause we also got Sony Michelle too. Like, dude, there's, that's right. Yeah. Sonny it's it's too deep. Like to be like what he was before. Like, and cause 
a bunch of those guys in San Fran got injured last year. That's what like bumped up his numbers. I don't well, think most of that injured, injured. He was going to yeah. be a starter. He was always he he was the guy because he's so fast. He's just got he's. I believe he's one of the fastest players in the NFL. He is for I'm sure. He's a four. He's a four two guy. I believe he is. Yeah, it, which you know that's that's why. what I'm saying. And uh, and even what's his face, um, Gasecki is I believe the fastest tight end in football as well. So really? I believe he is. I, I know we have the fastest offense in the NFL by leagues and bounds. Like oh, no is it one we now. <laughs> dropping Dallas. Oh, I I meant no, I I sorry. I meant I meant the Dolphins. No, you can come over. No, I'm not. I'm refusing. I'm going to be a, a, a Texans fan now, I guess. <laughs> because I'm done with Dallas. Maybe <laughs> unless they win this year and then I'll be back. I know. I I want I want you to bail on them the year that they end up winning. That's right. that's, that's really what I want. That's what I'm doing now. It's reverse I psychology. I know. Uh, you hear that Dallas? I quit. No. Yeah, they don't buy it. Um, this is an interesting move. And I think also also probably the ultimate disrespect. And I know they had to get rid of him. But the Finns also dealt Devontae Parker to the Patriots. That's that is if that doesn't speak like to the a the confidence of how good your team is going to be this year. And also maybe a little bit of the disrespect to Parker. There is something about the Dolphins and Patriots. We do that all the time, though. We gave them Welker. We give them players, and they give us well, players. They have a really weird relationship. Uh, you know what? I think part of it is is they're very well scouted. So maybe the Patriots saw more value in Parker and were willing to give up more to get him because they've, they're they more familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, the that Dolphins is- are known to deal in conference. I don't. They, they don't have that same weird rivalry with people. Yeah, there is something to that. Also, I think they just don't feel like the Patriots are going to compete with them right now. Probably. So that's part of it as well. But yeah, they, the Patriots may have been more willing to give up more to get Parker because they believe in him and they they see him more often. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I don't think they they view the Patriots as contenders. We lost. You think Parker's going to make a step forward? I think he's just still going to be Parker, bro. Devontae Parker, step forward or step back with the Patriots? I'm going to say step forward because I don't think he's going to be competing. Well, one, I think his health is probably better, I think. And, um, yeah, I think he's I think he's going to be – could be the number one guy there, honestly. I, you know, that he could step right in and be day one wide receiver one for New England Patriots with a second-year quarterback who looked good last year and usually that sophomore – uh, jump is significant. Especially- I feel like Parker's problem is his, he's, I don't know, maybe he makes a lot of mistakes. He loses focus a lot. If Belichick's able to fix that, maybe, but I don't think Belichick's going to put up with him dropping bombs in the end zone. Like- no, I don't think so. But I think he'll, he'll probably get, a, he'll have a very good support system. He'll have the best support system he's ever had from a, a coaching standpoint and an organizational standpoint. So I think mm-hmm. Parker could take a step forward. I think he could be, he could be flex worthy this year, um, which he was always on the on the edge of being flex worthy when he was a starter previously. Right, how about this is an interesting one. How about Carson Wentz to Washington? Better or worse? Man, that guy's made a fucking paper mache. No, he's out. He's going to be injured game three. I mean, yeah. Washington does have a history of getting quarterbacks hurt too. It seems like <laughs> it seems like a bad fit from a yeah. just just it from is. like you know like a uh, if you're gonna read the tea leaves, <laughs> not this one. <laughs> yeah. Just see a little. This is like a movie, and they're just like selling the plot <laughs> right away. I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> 
It's like they're setting up a horror film, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't go in the house, West. Don't go into Washington. Don't do it. He'll probably be having his best season ever, and that's how you'll know. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, right. shit. Oh, man. So... <laughs> All right, so worse, we think, from fantasy perspective. Yeah. He's got some weapons there, but uh, I say it's lateral. I say it's lateral because he, he's got – honestly, he's got weapons on the field. He's got some good pass-catching backs and receivers, good receivers. So I say he takes a – it's a lateral move for once. Um, we got Trubisky going to Pittsburgh, probably going to be the starter this year. Um now, obviously, he hasn't he hasn't started in a year or two, but do we think he takes a step forward after backing up Allen and Buffalo from his days in Chicago? Do you think Trubisky will be more productive or less productive in Pittsburgh if he is the day one starter, which I know is questionable? I don't think he's going to be more. I think it's probably lateral. I don't know if Pittsburgh is going to be a good team, honestly, but I know it's going to be on him. He might have to get more points just because they're going to be behind. I think yeah. Pittsburgh's kind of a shit show right now. Yeah, it seems kind of like that. What do you think, Lonnie? And oh, is Kenny Pickett, do they think he's going to start there right away? I mean, it's between him and Trubisky. Trubisky so, <laughs> so, yeah. You know, let's let's see what you got, young man. All right. <laughs> you know, somehow I, I feel like wide open. I don't, it's hard to say we're going to be picking Pittsburgh quarterbacks for, for the worst QB of the week this, this year, but I think it might happen. But they just, you know, on offense, they have all the receivers. They've got guys to throw to. It's just, it's hard to picture them doing well. Yeah. So, I feel like that might happen. We talk, Do we talk about Mariota with the Falcons? Same kind of situation. Juju to the Chiefs. Yeah, we're Oh, yeah, I'm getting down there. Where is Juju? Oh, what's his name? Marquise Brown went to the Cardinals. Uh, yeah. How about, okay. Um, let's, wait, before we get to Marquise, let's do A.J. Brown to the, to the, because we already talked about him. A.J. Brown to the Eagles, better or worse than he was with the Titans? Jalen Hurts pretty consistent. He doesn't give the ball over. I think that'll do good. Okay. Lonnie, better or worse? Mm-hmm. Worse. I think you'll see worse. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, he was hurt last year, but they're going to be – well, that's not true. I guess their team. I'm pretty sure Hurts has better numbers stacked now with defense. The Eagles, I'm having a very hard time gauging. I think he goes. I think he's worse this year anyway. Um, just because I don't trust Hurts, and also they have uh, who is their number one pick? He, he's got better receivers that he's playing opposite. I think. Wait, why don't you guys trust Hurts? He won me my fantasy game, uh, my fantasy season last year. I'm just saying, I had no, it's him. Not the Eagles in general. You're all choppy on us on that audio, Lonnie. Um, yeah, I think it is the Eagles. And I think Hertz, Hertz did well in fantasy because of, uh, because of his rushing numbers, not because of his passing numbers. He was a, he was a great runner. I think Hertz is still going to be good fantasy-wise. I just don't think A.J. Brown is going to be as good. It'll be close, though. I think it'll be close. Um, okay. What you were talking about. Marquise Brown to the Cardinals. Yeah. Or, it, worse it, it, it or be better? Much better. Much better. Yeah, uh, him and I don't. Him and um, what's his name? Uh, forgetting. Uh, Tyler. QB. Uh, yeah. Uh, just they lost their connection. I don't know what it was. The first season was great, but then I don't know what happened. Like, oh, you mean Lamar? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's gonna be much better too. I think that's a pass happy offense with Kyler Murray, 
And they went to college together. They have the connection already. They already have chemistry. They got, and that's one of the things we talked about a lot last year was um, obviously they didn't get drafted together, but you see the guys who end up going to the same teams right away. Jamar Chase was Jamar Chase one of them or no, yep. it was, yeah, yeah. It was, right. It was yeah. Jamar Chase. yeah. You look at those guys. Uh, Hertz has the, what's his Devante Devante something Smith Smith Smith. Yep. Um, so yeah, that does, it, it seems to translate really, really well. So yes, uh, Jalen Waddle also did very well under with uh, even with a lackluster Tua. Um, so yeah, way better. I think Marquise Brown is way better with the cards. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest jump up, I think. Mm, okay, let's say ooh, who else we got? Allen Robinson to the Rams. This is a tough one to project. I think we'll probably take a step back. I don't think the Rams are going to be that good this year. But I never believe in them anyway. So, hot take from Vital. Rams aren't going to. Is that a hot take? I don't think they are. I just don't. <laughs> uh, Lonnie, do you think Robinson is going to be better? I like it. I'm with you. I like it a lot. I think he's going to be super productive with the Rams, um, especially because they're the Robert Woods left, I think, and OBJ is undecided, but. I think no matter what happens, I think he's going to be way more productive with the Rams than he was with the Bears. Just a better offense, a better quarterback by far. And, um, yeah, I think he's still going to show that he's got something in the tank. I don't think the Rams are going to be bad this year. I don't think that at all. I didn't say they're going to be bad. I think they're going to be middle of the road, not great. (laughs) Uh, I think they're going to win that division. Uh, Running away, Seattle, Cardinals, the Niners, the, those. Are- I literally, I this, I think the Cardinals are coming back because everyone forgot how good they were. They lost like at the end, and everyone just completely like erased their whole season. Dude, they they got, were coming to fucking wreck people this year. They got destroyed by the Rams in the playoffs. They yeah. got annihilated. That does something to you. Yeah, <laughs> demoralizes you. <laughs> I think the Rams are gonna. I think they're gonna run away with that division. I do. I think the Cardinals could be a could be a wild card. But I think the Rams are going to run away with the AA. I think they're they're going to be even more dominant in that because that division just got so much worse. Um, you looked at some of the best players left that division from the other teams. We just talked about it. They lost Von Miller too. That's a veteran presence they need. <laughs> I think they're going to be just as good as last year and compete for potentially the Super Bowl. But they speaking of the Cardinals, they lost Christian Kirk to the Jags. Uh, for so much money, the Jags way overpaid Kirk, I think, but how do you think Kirk's going to do with the Jags? Is he going to go in and be wide receiver one day one? Like they're paying him to be. He better. Yeah. Is he going to be better for fantasy, uh, with the Jags? Do you think more consistent? Maybe I know he had some big games, but he was definitely not the wide receiver one in, uh, I don't know. Jacksonville's really up in the air for me right now. I don't know what because I didn't get think you got a real good sample of who Trevor uh, Lawrence really was because that everything going on with Urban that's just yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Doug Peterson's a quarterbacks coach too. Yeah. He was a, he was a quarterbacks coach quite literally before he was a head coach. I think so. If Trevor's actually good, I think he steps step. He takes a huge step forward. Yeah, which is interesting because we just talked about a player going to the Cardinals, a receiver going to the Cardinals and taking a huge step forward. I also think Christian Kirk leaving the Cardinals will take a huge step forward as well. Um, I think he's going to be a more prominent player in that offense. And yeah, I think under Peterson, 
I think he takes a big step forward. Like you said, he better for what they're paying him. Um, they gave him a lot of money. So he's better. He better be every bit of worth it. <clears throat> uh, Jarvis Landry to the Saints. We talked about that. Yeah. Better or worse? Better. He didn't he didn't have a great season last season, like points wise. So I'm, I'm just assuming he's going to do better. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard not to. Lonnie? I think he was hurt a lot of last year, wasn't he? He yeah, was. He was hurt. Uh, I'm going to say he's upgrading at quarterback, too, which is mm-hmm. weird to say from two years ago. Uh, but, you know, Baker, once again, he had a terrible year, but he was really badly injured and played through it last year. And he played very well when he wasn't injured the year before, um, which everybody has forgotten about. Um, so but I still think Jameis Winston's an upgrade from Baker. I think he has a better season. Um, and Michael Thomas coming back from the injury better or worse than he was previously in fantasy when he last played. Yeah. When we like last three played. years ago, two years ago, it was two years ago. <laughs> I can't wait for Nick to draft him in the third round. I drafted him in the ninth round. You guys are going to be shit. Like he he is washed, Nick. <laughs> Justin. I think he's still going to be their wide receiver one. Actually. I think he's going to come back and be their WR one. Um, I didn't third round. I drafted him in the ninth round. <laughs> you guys were really like active, and he was projected to come back in the sixth week of the season. So, um, but well, by I did, who? By you? Everyone else told you he's not playing. <laughs> you also told me OBJ was never going to play football either. Again, I didn't say never. Yes, you did. I'll find it. I said it's pop. Pull it up. <laughs> yeah, you were like, ah, he's done in the league. <laughs> he was. He was almost the Super Bowl MVP last year. He was almost done if his dad didn't start tweeting crazy. Like, his that was fatherly intervention that saved his career. Like, yeah, but he can still play. Is anybody, yeah, but it's not always about play. Sometimes shit just happens, and once you're labeled, you're labeled. Like, and OBJ got by winning that Super Bowl, I think he got washed. That label got washed off, you know, and he just gets a fresh start. I think, I, I think Michael Thomas definitely takes a step back from where he was before, but. The last time he played, he was also with Drew Brees, who didn't have an arm anymore. So he actually could potentially take a step forward. You know, I, he might still be good. If he comes back 100%, I don't know, we'll see. I traded for him. I didn't give up shit for him. I gave him, like, a draft pick for him in Dynasty. So I sat on him all last year, but I'm going to kind of need him this year because I also have DeAndre Hopkins, who's out for six weeks in Dynasty. So Oh, yeah. My boy I need him juice. to play. <laughs> I don't need him to be my number one receiver. I have other good guys in that team, but I do need him to play and score some points um, in that on that team. So uh, let's see. Anybody else you guys can think of that? Uh, I think that was the those are all the big moves for the most part. I want to say um, you mentioned some defensive stuff, and this is more from like a for you know team standpoint. Um, Oh, actually, well, so the Cowboys brought Gallup back. And with the departure of Amari Cooper, do we think Gallup takes a step forward? Definitely. Yeah. Wide receiver two, super consistent, fast, talented. Okay, mm-hmm. so we think Gallup's going to be a higher draft pick. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely worth using. Um, dude, the Chargers kind of went a little bit all in in the AFC West. They signed uh, Khalil Mack. And some other play, I think a couple other pieces, but they brought in Khalil Mack. Um, Chargers look like they're really going to try to make a push. The whole division, that whole AFC West division. Chandler Jones went to the Raiders. They're pretty all in on this. Um, 
And then another team, obviously, we've been talking about them. Dude, the, the Browns just gave Jadavian Clowney a one-year, $11 million deal. I think the Browns are trying to be the Rams this year. I think they're going because why else are you giving Clowney a one-year deal for eleven million? I think they're really, really serious, like thinking they can take a take a run at the Super Bowl this year. Um, do you think they can be? Do you think they could be this year's Rams? I mean, let's see. I mean, they're good. They have good defense, right? They've got, like I said, they just gave Clowney eleven million for one year. That says put out their tight end issue too because they got what's his face. I don't think he's off the team, but I think he. They're not paying him, so he's not gonna the Cooper? No, Noku or whatever. Njoku? Dude, they had three, they had three really good tight ends. They don't need Njoku. They had Austin Hooper and they have Harrison Bryant. And Harrison Bryant, uh, you know, when he was drafted, I think he was a fourth round draft pick as a tight end. They they think he's gonna be a stud. Um, so I don't think they're I don't think tight end is an issue as long as those guys stay healthy this year. They just didn't have any healthy tight ends last year. I think they could be, I think they could do it, man. I think they could be this year's Rams. I think they could be a Super Bowl um, favorite, honestly, just because Deshaun Watson, as long as he's on the field, man, he's, you know. The AFC so deep though, man. It is. Yeah, it is. But their division is not that. I think their division is pretty susceptible. I know the, the Bengals are going to be right there, but I okay, think. Yeah, the Bengals signed like five players for their line, dude. They are protecting what's his face now. They, they, yeah, they are not kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, Bengals are, I mean, they, they think they, they have a chance, but I think the Bengals and the Browns are going to be, which is so funny to say, but the Bengals-Browns games, this <laughs> right. like must-see TV. That's going to be the premier games of that division, which is so awesome. Um, speaking of the division, and we talked about this uh, before, the Steelers hired Brian Flores, which I was really happy to see. Um, that was something that we had talked about. Maybe he doesn't get another job coaching in the NFL and good for Mike Tomlin and the Steelers organization for saying they want him because, uh, he deserves it. I think he deserves a defensive coordinator or what? Uh, it might, he might be like at this point, I think he might just be like a, you know, like a special assistant or like a, you know, some kind of one of those weird titled jobs. Um, just reviewing plays and players. Yeah, yeah, like a consultant, whatever. He's he's, but he's on the he's on the roster. He's on the team. He's on the staff, and and they gave him a good job. Um, and then of course the Finns. We were already talking about Mike McDaniel. How do you feel about that hiring uh, of Mike? It's Mike McDaniel, right? Yeah, Mike. You think this is? Do you think he's the guy? Do you think is he the next um, Sean McVay? Um, I don't know. I think they just want him to keep doing what he was doing in San Fran. And with all the gadget plays and all the sweet plays that you're saying, because we have so much speed. Right. But But that is, I mean, that's essentially Sean McVay. That's what the Rams brought him in there for. He, you know, he's super young. He's, they say he's just a genius from a, from a, you know, play calling standpoint to play design. Do you like it, Lonnie? Do you, how do you feel about this hire? I think it's a great hire. I mean, you took the 49ers to two, almost basically almost to two Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah, and they were super – I mean, they were right in the mix for quite a while. So, I agree. I think it was a great hire. I'm excited to see how it plays out. I think he could be a long-term solution there at, at coach. Um, but he's got to manage that team, that organization. It's like you said, Lonnie, they've been a train wreck for years 
from a, you know, structural standpoint, from a, you know, cultural standpoint, it's been so bad for so long. Can he, yeah, is genius enough to change that culture? Is he the guy outside of the X's and O's to really change the Miami football culture? You think? Yes, maybe, maybe. Vital. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. He's got the brains. I agree with yeah, you. Like he's yeah. got all the plays, but you know how the Dolphins are. Like <laughs> it just is what it is. Well, that's it's just the, the stars thing. run shit there. Can he change who the Dolphins are? I guess that's the real. That's a big question. That's probably. I don't know, man. He's very soft spoken, but it's one of those things. If you're soft spoken and you lead by example and he kills it, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but is his genius enough to intimidate even the best players into saying, "Okay, I'll do what you say"? Not until he wins. I don't think if he's going to change the Dolphins culture, it has to be after he wins, I think. Mm. But off rip right now, I don't think he's done enough to just merit everyone going all in on him. Mm. I mean, Dolphins, what, how what, how long is this contract? They give him four years, three years? I don't know. I'm not sure. Off the top of my head. Yeah. I think it was it was a significant amount of time. It wasn't like a two-year deal. I think it was they gave him some time, some money. All right. Last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about. Do you hear about the new overtime rules? In the, playoffs. in the playoffs. Yes, it's in the yes. playoffs. I have them right here. I'm going to read them for mm-hmm. you guys. And I hear what you think. So in the playoffs, only in the playoffs, both teams will have the opportunity to possess the ball in overtime. Uh, so if the first team scores a touchdown, which we saw this a couple times in the playoffs this year, first team scores a touchdown, the other team will get the ball and will get a chance to score again. And then after that, it's first score wins. Um, with the one caveat, this is, I love this part. If the team kicking off to start overtime, so the team without the ball scores a safety on the team that gets the ball on the initial possession, they win. I love that little twist. (laughs) I think that's so great. Um, it's probably never going to happen, but I just love that it's in there. So do you like it? Is, do you yeah. think it's better? That's exactly what we talked about. I mean, and exactly in the playoffs, we said, so the game's over on long. So yeah, it's fair. Finally. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like it. I think it's good. Um, it's still going to be one team's going to get the ball first, but you can't avoid that. That's just how football works. You can't both have the ball first. Um, do you think we'll see more two-point conversion? Because obviously you have to still tie in terms of points. Do you think we'll see any two-point conversion attempts on the um, on either side, actually, in the playoffs on a matching touchdown, for example? But if you miss a two-point conversion, then do you lose? Well, so here's uh, yeah, you would lose because yeah, I think you have to score that. You have to score tie them in points. It It has to still be a tie when the other team is getting the ball. So no, I don't think so. Here's what I think is going to happen. All right, the first team is going to go score a touchdown, right? Like, think about the Kansas City and the Buffalo game, right? Kansas City goes, they score a touchdown. Buffalo goes, they score a touchdown. The next team that scores is going to win. So if you give the ball back to the Chiefs and they get another, even a field goal, they win, right? I think the second team that scores the touchdown is going to go for two a lot, I think you're risking too much. And man, how much how much are, is a big F you to your defense, bro? That's just risking way too much. When I mean, you your, defense, just stop. your defense already gave up a touchdown. Now, obviously, this has to be in the playoffs, in a tie, in overtime, but it happened a couple times this year. 
Your defense just gave up a touchdown, right? They just did. It just happened. Your team goes all the way back down, scores a touchdown. You go for two? I don't. You're the head coach. Put put yourself in the situation. You're Buffalo against Kansas City last year, and you match them with a touchdown. And you know that all they need if you score a tying touchdown is a field goal. You're right back in the original. It's like, boom, you go back, you touchdown, touchdown, and now we're back at the original overtime rules where all they need is a field goal. And you're like, fuck this. I say you go for two. Would you go for two if you're Buffalo in the playoffs against the Chiefs? Lonnie, head coach for one second. Yes or no? Last year, (laughs) that game, that shootout, Fourth quarter, the fourth quarter's ending. You go for two. No, 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 no. You're in overtime. The Chiefs just went down. They scored a touchdown on you. Your team came all the way back, scored a touchdown on them. You can win the game. In that game where you know that Pat Mahomes is just going to come back and and score again. Which I like going for two. And all he needs to do. Put the game in your hands. Let's do it. That's what I'm saying. I think that's going to happen every time in that scenario. I think it'll happen every single time if it gets to that scenario, which this is what specifically the rules are for. I just look at uh, Buffalo doesn't have a terrible two point conversion rating anyways. It's 50%. So it is, it's like a coin toss at that point. It's a coin toss, but it's a coin toss instead of. No, it's it's a coin toss. You're flipping. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they do it. I think they do it every single time in that scenario. If we get to that scenario, which that's the whole point of this, of uh, the rule change. So it's funny because they don't mention the two-point conversions. But now knowing that, if you're the Chiefs and you go down and you score the first touchdown, do you go for a two-point conversion on that end? No. What do we – I feel like if you do that, then they score a touchdown. All they have to do is kick this field goal. Yeah. It's too easy. <laughs> It's not that easy, though. It's still not that easy. Or you're just talking about fucking uh, what's his name walking down the field. Josh Allen walked (laughs) down the field, too, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think the two point conversions are going to be much more prominent in those scenarios um, than they ever have been in the playoffs before, which I think is going to be great. Playing too much Madden. (laughs) All right. We'll see how it plays out this year. Um, Anything else before we get going? Uh, What are we at? Where are we at in the season? We're in offseason OTAs. Are we in OTAs yet? No, training camp, so. nothing starts yet. No, no, no. I think that's in like June. Okay, so nothing so soon. Soon, soon. Okay, right around the corner. All right, well, we'll be back uh, when we have more news to talk about. Maybe we'll get to, we'll come back in a couple in a month or so. Get some more preseason action in. I think we covered most of the bases. I'm excited. Yep. We have a couple new players that are going to be joining our league this year. We have a couple players going out, uh, but we'll we'll get into all that on our next episode and any changes we're going to make to the league, but I'm excited. I'm excited about the players, the guys who are going to be joining the league. Definitely. I think yeah. it's good. Let's try to do an in-person uh, episode this year. I would love to do that. Yes. Um, I'm definitely down where we should. Uh, and let's also try to do, let's see if we can, but let's try to do an in-person draft. That, that might also be fun. I mean, now you're really shooting for the moon. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be with everybody. I'm just saying like, it, it would yeah, be, it, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, so I might still do it online, but um, a digital draft. But like, yeah, uh, let's yeah, try to get as many people as we can together in one room 
and mm-hmm. like eat some food and talk some shit. Yep. All right. I'm down. Let's do that shit. Okay. All right. Good to see you guys. Uh, you too, yeah. buddy. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Absolutely. Oh, wait. Hey, before we go, I forgot. You have shows to promote. Uh, Icebox tomorrow in Hollandale. I got to get you guys down for that. Um, I, know, I'm actually, I, know, I know you guys have a two. I'm on the next one, not this coming one, but the one after that. I'm, oh, great. Uh, Vital, I got to get you on one of them too with Aaron. All right. Yeah. Okay. On, what do you got? Uh, Icebox on Tuesday. I'm at, uh, yeah. That's what it. else? Is that it? Is it anything else? Uh, yeah. The one on Sunset on Saturday. I'm at this place, that, and the other, but cool. No worries. All right. Let's Vital. go. Eat. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff I didn't have written down, but I got Zen Mystery on the 4th. That's a, what's that, next Saturday? Yeah. Nice. So, that one's check fun. Check that out. I've done that one before. It's 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 pretty fun. <laughs> I really <laughs> like that little room. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I got, the next thing I got coming up is also Icebox uh, coming up uh, the 31st. So not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. So I'll see you there. Um, and then I think I got some stuff coming up in June some traveling stuff I got going on, but yeah, looking forward to it. All right, cool. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great night. And, uh, Oh, uh, we didn't even talk about basketball heat. Are, are the heat going to go to the finals again? What do we got? Absolutely. Let's go heat, baby. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Tonight, I wanna see, bro. It's going to be a heat. There it is. <laughs> oh. We're going to have a heat golden state warriors finals. Possibly. Man. That's a lot of. And I think the Heat are constructed to beat those guys, bro. Every, I've been saying that all year, and everyone's like, "No, no, no, wait!" Like, I can't wait. Oh,